Hello and welcome to On the Stool. I'm very excited about our guest this week, but before we move on to the interview itself, I wanted to tell you a bit about a funny, uh, well, not not funny really, rather sad uh, incident I had uh, this week, which is I asked a, a friend uh, slash acquaintance really of mine uh, to do the show, and she's a comedian that I, I have a lot of respect for. She's a great writer slash comedian, and um, I thought she would be a brilliant fit. And I sent her the show description and everything, and um, she got back to me after a few days saying, that doesn't sound very pleasant. So, yeah, that that felt like a bit of a knockback, to be honest, after sort of having uh, done about, you know, five interviews and sending her all of the interviews um, for her to say they they weren't pleasant. Um, So, yeah, that that makes you think a bit, doesn't it? Sort of puts the um, the good old brain in uh, in a bit of a conundrum. So uh, that's just something I, I had to, to ponder about. Um, but then I realized, you know what? It's it's a uh, it's it's fair enough because it's not launched yet, right? So once it's launched, um, I think obviously she will see her mistake. Um, but at that point, it, it, it will be too late, won't it? Because um, I think it would be too awkward for her to go back and say, oh, now that it's gone, you know, that it's a complete cult hit, you know, now I want to get on it. It, it will be a bit awkward, won't it, that conversation. So uh, it's a shame, really, altogether. But um, moving on, uh, as I said, uh, I've got a, a great, great comedian on uh, this week. So please uh, welcome the very funny Baz. Rahman. So, uh, welcome, Baz Rahman. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I am so excited that you've agreed to come on. Yes, oh my, I've 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 heard uh, positive things, so I'm looking forward to this. Positive. I haven't actually, Gosh. Yeah, I mean, I haven't, I haven't actually, I haven't actually heard the show. I hope that's not too much of a problem, but um, yeah, I've I've heard I've heard good things. I'm looking forward to this. Should be should be good. Yes, good, 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 and and intense. Just to warn you, but okay, but yeah, that's okay. We'll I'm a comedian. Out. We're born intense. That's true. That's true. We we do all look terribly intense, don't we? Terribly yeah. intense. Um. So, uh, yeah. Just just to sort of sum up, I'm going to be asking you some difficult questions, and you do have the right to invoke the the bruised ego button. Um, twice during this interview, or you can use a, a safe word if you prefer that option. Okay. What's the safe word? Well, well, you get to pick the safe word, actually. Okay. Um, white privilege. Okay. Okay. That's uh, that's <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. Let's let's do that one. So, um, uh, uh, Bas, tell tell us what what brought you to comedy. Um, you know, I th- I think I think some people just um are. I think some people are just born with funny, but with funny bones, and I think I I had that. Um, and um, for ages, I I didn't think that it was something that I could do. And then um, I saw uh, how good certain other comedians were doing, 
and I thought well I can definitely do better than that so I decided to give it a go turns mm-hmm. out I'm, turns out I'm okay 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 so, so you kind of started off thinking uh I can do better than this yeah and then you, you you kind of it turned out you were just as just as sort of average as the rest of them well I mean this is the thing isn't it is you know it it depends on what it depends on what you classify as average um sure. because you know I mean look how many there's countless comedians that all kind of look the same and all kind of do the same thing and mm. and about five or six that have the same name um True. so it all kind of depends on what you mean by average if you're talking about like you know what the average British turnout and rollout is for uh comedians then I would say no and and there's and there's usually the odd, the odd poorly thought out rape joke uh, that's just thrown in for good measure. Can't yeah. have an open mic night without an ill an ill perceived rape joke. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, either either are either dick jokes or 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 rape jokes. Really, it's um qu- quite Synonymous. an awful place to be. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So what what sets you apart from these other uh, t-shirt guys? Would you say? I would say I would say just having a more unique perspective as somebody who isn't a white man. Yeah, yeah, okay. And how would you describe your act to people who haven't seen you? I would like to think that I I, I ask people to 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 question their uh, their perspective on. Um, on life, their life, other people's lives, uh, life in general. You know, I, I think I think I'm coming. Uh, I think I'm coming at things with with uh, um, a, a very introspective mm. and uh, intelligent uh, point of view. Really, you know, to get people to to think on on a comedy night. Exactly, e- exactly mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think more people would tune into the news, for example, if uh, we heard about uh, the bombings in Syria. But then that that story was followed up by uh, a dog that fell into a very large pool. Right, right. So sort of uh, bring in the 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 comedy in in the news Ex- section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, because you know the thing is, it, you know, look, like life is life is heavy and and that's and that's fine you know we we can all appreciate that but i also think um you know there is nothing wrong with blending um to mediums that um for for unsophisticated mental palates may say that those things are not um are not blendable but if you if you have the skills to do it then then you're absolutely able to blend uh, bombings with um you know whimsical dog stories uh, and, and that's essentially, in a nutshell, that's what I do. I, I blend in bombings with whimsical dog stories. Okay, okay. And and how how has that gone gone for you so far? Brilliantly. Mm-hmm. Happy with the output. I I think so. I think so. Um, I mean, you know, look. Uh, if the question is, you, am I getting repeat bookings? Um, no, but that's also to do with, uh, you know, we other problems at play that we know exist in mm-hmm. in the comedy world um, what, what, kind and, of, what kind of problems let's let's touch upon those problems that exist uh well you know well, uh, like why uh, are you not why, why are you not on television let's say 
uh, why am I not on television? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, um, okay. Well, to put, to put it bluntly, it's, it's quite obviously racism. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, you know, it, 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 it seems perfectly obvious to me that, um, you know, that you have you have these other comedians who who do all sort of look the same and do all kind of act the same, um, and uh, it's difficult to tell them all apart. Um, I mean, I, I mean, even I mean, even if you talk about actors and actresses, you know, you have like seven people that look like Emily Blunt, and I can never, I don't know which one's which half the time. And, do you um, think? Uh, yeah, so, sorry for interrupting. Um, do you think that you could um, be the uh, Emily Blunt version of an Asian diverse, person. Th- th- yes, the Asian version of uh, of uh, Emily Blunt. I don't know that I could be the Asian Emily Blunt. Okay, okay. So, so, so we've been talking about uh, you know get, getting on television. I mean, how like what what do you think we could do to um, you know help offset the racism, or or, or in any case, perhaps. How could we shortcut it so that you you could get a chance on television? I mean, you know, obviously the main one here is is that you know creating roles that are interesting for people of color to want to play, um, and then and then you know the other part of me feels like you know play, you know kind of beat them at their own game and, and go with the same kind of devious tactics. So part of me wonders whether it's worth kind of putting my name under something like painfully white and submitting a script under like a painfully white name, you know, and then having mm. them call me in. So if I, you know, if my script wasn't under the name Baz Rahman, uh, but it was under yeah. the name, you know, Melinda Carbuncle or something. Ooh, um, okay, right. You know, when they yeah. see Melinda Carbuncle come through the door, um, you know, I'm sure what that would say is you've got an unbelievable tan, actually. Uh, I'm just trying to sort of visualize how how they would react, you know, if they're expen- expecting, um, you know, uh, what's her name? Melinda Carbuncle, was it? Yeah. Um, yeah, they're, so they're expecting Melinda Carbuncle and, and you come in. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, and they, they probably are sort of midway um, sipping their cup of tea uh probably end up spilling it all over themselves or something something quite quite dramatic you know would happen i think yeah probably uh but i also do feel like that would be a fitting reaction for uh, a bunch of white people uh english white people um who have traditionally colonized india to be sipping and choking on their tea which they stole from india however many years ago yeah. Yes. Yes. Indeed. I mean, that would be quite amusing. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I. I do wonder if. If. The, if. Um. In the future, when they have another, you know, Indian cup of tea, whether they would remember, uh, the the Melinda Carbuncle moment and kind of redden redden in their face. Do, do you think that would stay with them, or do you think they would just sort of, you know, just sort of forget about it? I'm not sure. I mean, look, you know, we can't underestimate uh, the, the the English's ability to forget uh, to forget okay. their own transgressions in history. Because let's not forget, um, you may or may not know this, but PG Tips back in the day used to have an Indian woman on the box of their tea, picking the tea, mm-hmm. um, and they obviously felt that that either was an on brand 
or was not politically correct enough. So um, they they decided uh, and strategized that the best move from that point would be to to replace us with monkeys. Uh, so they they then ran with that for a good however many years over the nineties and just had chimpanzees um, uh, selling PG tips. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, the tragic thing, I suppose, is that that people probably enjoyed the monkeys. It's absolutely disgusting. Um, I, 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 I have to confess that I did enjoy it, um, but I, I also understand that it's uh, that it that it isn't uh, a nice thing to do uh, to animals, and it isn't mm. um, it isn't it isn't a very fair thing to do uh, to animals. But but if you were to ask me if you know, if if I would like to see an animal wearing roller skates in a fez, I, yeah. I would be lying if I said no. Right, right. So, so Baz, uh, let's let's go back to the comedy a bit, perhaps. Um, what do you think, uh, if you if you're being brutal, what do you think is missing from your act? What do I think is missing from my act? I mean, honestly, I, I feel I feel like the correct audience is missing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I. You know, if if you if you you have an audience where, you know, you've only got a spatter of laughter in the audience, um, it's obvious, it's clear then that your that your that your comedy's funny, right? Um, yeah. Because people are laughing. Um, it's just that not most of them aren't laughing. So what what is the, you know, if I'm doing that every single time, there's always a spatter of laughter, but the whole audience isn't laughing. Then what's the common denominator of the audience? So I just I you know what I would love is just a more intelligent audience. Okay, okay. So, so let's uh, let's perhaps just brainstorm this concept a little bit. The right audience, because it's quite an interesting one, I think, and you know one that every comedian would. Um, would admit to is is sort of that it is indeed the audience is the problem so so if you walked into a room of um let's say uh 70 year olds just 70 year olds would you would you sort of cancel the gig at that point uh no because i i think i think i think um you're never too old to learn um and um you know like i said you know there's there's nothing wrong with learning and laughing um so i you know i my view on it would still be i'm going to go in there and do uh, and do jokes about uh, blowjobs and swallowing just as i would if that was an audience of 20 year olds and and uh if we sort of act out this 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 scenery um you would do those jokes about the swallowing etc and um if they looked like they didn't enjoy it kind of five minutes in would you um would you do something to change tact or would you just really sort of uh you know grip it all the way to the end so to speak yeah i mean um you know i I think i think i'd probably go in harder okay okay so uh you would you would go even further uh from the i can't remember uh, the the exact material you mentioned swallowing uh, right. So, what would the next step be from from that? What would the kind of uh, escalation point be from that? Um, well, you know, I think I think I think a, a good thing to then go into is you know what feels pleasurable for e- for each one of you in the audience. Let's discuss right. that. Right. Okay. Um, okay. So, sort of make have... it a kind of brainstorm. Uh, yeah. Thing. Okay. Yeah. Look, you know, let's discuss why you're uncomfortable. You know, why why aren't you responding to this in the way that you ought to be responding? Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, do you have children? brilliant 
what what, what you know what brought about their conception um how and why um and um and then mm-hmm. just take a, a general consensus from the audience as to what that was for every single member of that audience and then also make sure that we're honing in on the female experience of 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 those situations because uh, very often their husbands at 70 years old will still not understand that they still never gave their wife an orgasm right right um I mean, do do you think that you could create a situation where the audience feels comfortable to, um, well, I mean, the audience, you know, one of the 70-year-old women in this audience, do do you think you could create a situation where she would actually, in in, in this public situation, admit that um, she she simply hasn't had one for the past, uh, you know, 50 years or whatnot? Well, you know... (sighs) I think that's I a think tough th- one, isn't it? That's a tough one to to crack. But I would love to see that happen. I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, I agree. I, I think I think it, it's it's definitely going to be difficult to admit. But I, I think that's mm. something that we as women just don't admit enough. And I think at least to each other we should admit it. Um, and if and if as a byproduct your husband happens to hear about it, how is that a bad thing? You know, if he knows that he's not doing his job properly, why is it? Why you know, learn right? Yeah, yeah. read a book, do whatever it is that you need to do, just get better. Yeah get better yeah i mean i that's uh definitely something to sort of just shout into the face of a white 70 year old man get better you know yeah especially uh, especially if yeah. they have heart failure and diabetes <laughs> yeah no ab- absolutely um if uh, if you were to you know go go big on on comedy if you were to succeed do you think you would have any kind of um you know demands or requests like for example backstage sandwiches and that sort of thing what would be your um your special requests mm. uh, um, you know i'm i'm a big fan of um of um uh, vacuumed uh skittles have you ever had them uh, n- no certainly not so, so uh, uh skittles but vacuumed sorry not vacuumed freeze dried freeze dried okay no no i certainly so so can you explain explain that perhaps just for me there the crunchy skittles oh, okay that's it yeah okay yeah i'm i'm a lady of very few pleasures um i i enjoyed i enjoyed freeze dried skittles and to be honest i'd i'd, I'd enjoy a selection of other freeze dried sweets that i hadn't thought of freeze drying so to, just to, just to understand, so freeze dried is, is you said it's just sort of crunchy, is it? Yeah, they're like it's like it's like having popcorn that tastes like Skittles. Okay, so you'll need I assume you'll need a special fridge for that or whatever the chemical process is. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I, I assumed it had something to do with liquid nitrogen, um, but I would imagine that'd be quite dangerous to deal with which is why yeah. i wouldn't want to do it myself you know i'll get a research team you know mm-hmm. um that you know it's it, you know it, people are doing experiments every single day you know how much money goes into cancer research um i'm sure we can you know siphon off a few pounds here to look into different types of freeze-dried snacks yeah no definitely definitely okay so so freeze-dried snacks anything else uh, at the uh, good old backstage Yes, I would. This is just the, the final thing, really. I, I enjoy, I enjoy people stroking my hair, so I'd also like that. 
Okay. So freeze-dried snacks and the person stroking your hair. Okay. Um, so uh, I have one. I have one more uh, comedy-related question. Really, um, what uh, has been your uh, best moment in comedy so far? Oh, my best moment in comedy. Um... I think I think uh however many years ago I stopped doing comedy. Oh that was it was it? Yeah. Uh because okay, uh you know I I I I mean look you end up using so many evenings and nights. Oh yes absolutely yeah it's, it's exhausting you know, isn't it? Yeah. It's exhausting and honestly yeah. as soon as I took that break it was bliss it was you know feeling like a human being again. Mm, um mm. Okay. So yeah, I, that, that was probably my highlight. Don't get me wrong, you know I love comedy, you know, and and um, I'm I'm glad that I'm doing it again. Um, but you know that that break was 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 a real highlight for me actually. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, now, if there was a film about your life uh, and it was made, what would the trailer show of that film? Um, it would show me. I, th- I think I think would be would be good is is if 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 it kind of fades in um, to me um, sitting under a tree listening to Enya. Okay. Um, and um, and then uh, and then uh, the follow up to that would be me that then being blended with um, bomb track by the Rage Against the Machine um, because. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm very calm, um, loving soul, but at the same time, um, I also do want to fuck up the system. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um, and and the low light of the film would presumably be you sort of uh, doing your stuff on on stage, trying to get to that point. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I think I think the low point of of the movie would would definitely be uh, a display of what most British audiences are like, which is uh, mm-hmm. completely humorless. Right, right. Uh, and maybe like a, a moments of the Melinda Carbuncle and moment and the hot tea spilling, spilling on the laps. That's, that's true. And and actually, yeah. if I if I could have it my way, Melinda Carbuncle would be played by Emily Blunt. That 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 would be quite. Uh... Uh, quite a good casting i think yeah that yeah makes sense. yeah that makes sense. I'll, I'll i'll have i'll have um emily blunt playing melinda car carmichael carbuncle carbuncle um mm-hmm. and then um she'll pull her face off like in mission impossible 3 and then it will be <laughs> the actor playing me um and, right. and 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 that actor would be someone um thinner and more attractive than I am and sure more of an acceptably um attractive European-esque face you don't want to just you don't want to just play yourself would, would that not be more authentic well I mean look you know I, I would love to do that but but I have not seen many films that I only shot from 47 degree angles good point good point no sa- save save those uh yeah save those awful angles from uh from a camera film that's uh makes sense yeah well, harsh well i mean yeah you you brought it up so um fair enough yeah what uh what advice would you give to struggling comedians what advice would i give to struggling comedians 
there's far, there's far too many comedians where this is not for them, um, and they're and they're they're powering on through, aren't they? Little troopers that they are, um, but they uh, they they should absolutely they should absolutely uh, you know mm. uh, get throw the, the towel, yeah, throw the towel, get the hint, you know. Look, mm. uh, you 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 could you could be an absolutely uh, wonderful dietitian but that does not mean that you can make people laugh um and that doesn't make you any less of a person it just makes you not a very funny person and that's okay yeah yeah so um what i suppose what uh would you have them do instead because some of these comedians like we've said they're they're going on stage with their dick jokes and we, we don't really want to inflict them on 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 uh, people on a bus stop you know they'll they'll have to listen to the dick joke so what um worthwhile energy do you think these uh comedians who have just quit as per your advice, what, what would you have them do? Well, I'd have them look into what kind of uh, snacks are best for freeze drying. <laughs> Great stuff. Uh, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Um, Baz, uh, Raman, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. No problem. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.